Lauren is such a guac slut. <laughs> um, she's not wrong. I would probably have sex for guacamole. That would be like guac prostitute. Guac pros. Not as catchy as guac slut. I mean, people go out to dinner all the time and then have sex later. You just want the guacamole. That's only an appetizer. You know what? Listen, this episode's called Tableside Guac. You guys will later find out why. <laughs> but hashtag guac slut, everyone. You guys are going to be... It's trending. Yes. You guys... We're all going to be guac sluts yes. after this episode. All right, Lauren. Packy Essentials? Packing essentials. What the fuck are we talking about today? Today is clearly based around guacamole. We're going to talk about traveling with guac in mind. We're going to talk about what the best types of guac are and where you can get the best guac in the mm-hmm. United States. Eventually we'll get to the world, but we just aren't there yet. Not there yet. Andrea has a great guac slut philosophy that she's going to share with us today. Very on on point, on trend. And we're going we're gonna to talk about some friends with benefits and some casual sex type things. It's going to be fun. It's going to be like fun. all those topics. Me too. <laughs> I'm just excited about guacamole. We were at lunch earlier and we ate ramen and there was a Mexican restaurant right next door. So I was like, we should get guacamole for dessert. For dessert. She said guacamole for dessert. Hey, about it. We did not end up getting guacamole, but we did go get margaritas. Those were some good margaritas, though. So good. What is that? What was that spice in yours? I don't remember. It's a fun word. I don't know, but your jalapeno one was really so good. Freaking good. I just love, I'm a slut for all things spicy and all things avocado. And all things really. All things that are good here. All things that are food. That was a Greg. She just loves to put in her mouth. Oh, Greg. Yes. So, do you know old Greg? Have I shown you that video? Old I, Greg Mangina? No. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, listeners. We've got to talk about old Greg and banana bread at work video one day. We'll All right, there. Lauren. Let's start this journey. <laughs> come on. Come on. What are we doing? We're talking about traveling with Glock in mind. Yeah. So... I mean, I, I try guacamole pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, not as much as Lauren does. Okay. We're from the East Coast, so like guac was not that important to us until... Unless it's tableside. I mean, I always loved guac. Don't get me wrong. But then we went to this one particular place and it changed our fucking lives. Man, at least that was mine. the best... I, that's the best Mexican food I've ever had in my life, first of all. It was. We never found out the name of the restaurant, did we? No. It was this little hole in the wall. We'll figure it out. And we'll like hashtag it or something on the video. We'll also like link below the video if we can do that. I think we can do that. The Airbnb that we stayed in in Arizona because that woman, the host at that Airbnb, she knows amazing. the name of the Glock Yeah, place. she was amazing. The little grandma Mexican place. We're talking about Sedona, by the way. Sedona, Arizona. Yeah, Sedona. Sedona. Where's that? Sedona, That song Arizona. where you need it. Um... Yeah, everyone should visit Sedona. It's, it's beautiful. Insanely beautiful. I mean, Arizona's close to San Diego, so that's why we obviously I went mean, to San Diego. six hours. It's not that close, but the best fucking road trip I in mean, the world. I, Let's go ahead and talk about that road trip. Yeah. I mean, we're starting off in Arizona, going to Sedona. Beautiful. So freaking beautiful. The desert is a wild place. It's amazing. We went all the way up to Antelope Canyon, which is a drive, by the way, from Sedona. How many hours is that? Like maybe like three or four from Sedona. Maybe it was four. well worth it, though. Yeah, it was amazing. So well go worth to Sedona, it. go to Antelope Cavern Canyon, Canyon Slack 
Cavern, what is it called? It's a slot canyon? Slip? I'm not sure. Man, that fucking jalapeno margarita. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, slot canyons. That's what they're called. I Maybe. Anyways, super Instagrammable, super sacred, more importantly. Yeah. It's in the Navajo Nation. Shout out Navajo Nation. That was a great tour. Our tour, tour guide was so amazing. She was yes. great. Yes. And you know what? Sedona has lots of like vortexes if you want to do that. Yes. Um, our Airbnb uh, host was like into healing and that kind of stuff. Great like meditations and stuff. Yeah. Love lots it. Of, lots of crystals in her home. She used to do some Reiki healing, I think. Great woman. We're going to link that Airbnb. She was amazing. Again, shared Airbnbs are where it's at. You meet the people. The hosts tell you about the local stuff. She's telling us about that restaurant was local. Little Mexican grandmas got together. Didn't even know how to use the register. Okay. No, I think it was cash only. It was great. It was yeah. It was amazing. And I'm pretty sure that was the best guacamole I've ever had in my life. It's it's got to be the best guacamole in the nation. It's definitely the best guacamole I've ever had in my life. Like I'm just nothing can compare now. It's kind of fucking annoying. Um, and then we drove to San Diego from Sedona. Shout out to Andrea for planning this trip. It was such a good idea. Like, okay, so we well, we went to Sedona, then we went back to Phoenix, I think. Or maybe we just had to drive through Phoenix. To no, I think we Diego. had to drive through or towards the city and then go over San Diego. We were driving so close to the border. And it was like... Of Mexico. Uh, what do you call it? It was just crazy landscapes one after another. It was like we went through six different countries it was amazing yeah at one point it looked like we were in the sahara desert and then we were driving through all these mountains that were just like straight up boulders boulder mountains of pebbles it wasn't even pebbles there were boulders they just looked like pebbles because we were in the car (laughs) and that's how big these hills of mount of not mounts hills of rocks were that were like stacked on top of each other and we went to like this grassy field where there was like a a windmill oh yeah the um what are they called on the East Coast, we don't do enough renewable energy because we can't even think of what they're called. <laughs> it was amazing. Anyways, that trip was was so great. We got to San Diego. We had a great Airbnb there that we talked about last episode. Mm-hmm, that um, out. You know, did a lot of touring there. We drove back to Arizona for Euphoria, the Euphoria tour. Lewis the Child, not to be confused with the TV show that I've not watched, <laughs> but... When I think Euphoria, I think of you, Lewis the Child's last tour. Shout out, Lewis Child. We love you so much. I mean, um, I love Euphoria, the show, too. I never saw it. I gotta watch that. I mean, hence my outfit. But it's like, <laughs> oh, that is very Euphoria vibes. Um, it, that show's worth watching. I mean, I like love it. Drama. It's very deep. I, I have some thoughts about why I don't understand why they did it while they're so young or why they portrayed it more in high school. I feel like it's got, it's so deep and maybe I kind of get it because, you know, they wanted to do, they're not yet adults and they're kind of still controlled or whatever. But honestly, all their struggles relate a lot to that early adult. Like you're just getting into college, just trying to figure yourself out, like that kind of, and I think that's what we're leaning towards, right? Because it's not just you get kicked out of the house at 18 anymore. You usually stay for years and, you yeah, know. That's what kids do when they're in college now, right? I mean, exactly. So it felt like very more. like college or like very early adult kind of thing. Okay. But they, I guess they do it in high school because no one's walking around high schools dressing like that i'm sorry oh they just all look sexy as hell that's, is that what it is 
They just are wearing nothing. Oh. Well, I mean, that probably is how high school is now. No? You can't do that in high school. There's restrictions. Okay, they still have well, the, especially the fingertip in, rule. That's especially in Florida. I don't know. Other states are, you know, different. But Florida's like one of the hottest states, okay? And we can't wear tank tops. <laughs> okay? Yeah. If you can't do it here, you can't do it anywhere. Like, I can't have my titties out. Like, No. Anyways. All right. I'll watch you for it. So, yeah. Um, highly recommend hitting up Arizona, Phoenix, and, well, Phoenix is cool, too, and Sedona, but Sedona's way cooler. Sedona, <laughs> and then make the road trip to San Diego. First of all, San Diego is probably definitely my favorite city in the United States, at least that I've been to thus far. Um, but that road trip was amazing. You're never going to see that many different landscapes in one six-hour road trip, guaranteed. I mean, I've driven a fucking... From Virginia to Florida to 12-hour trips, and all you see is 95. It's true. <sighs> Sucks. It was, it's true. Best road trip ever. It was great. Um, so, yeah, check that out. So, you think the best walk you've ever had in your life was in Arizona. Yeah. We definitely got to post what that place was called because yeah, it's just – it was so good. And then we get to San Diego, and, like, obviously we're just, like, on this fucking – cracked out guac tour and like we're trying guac everywhere we go mm-hmm. and just nothing has nothing has been as good i mean there was a couple places in cali that were really good i mean obviously california they have all the avocados that's good that's all good. right but they way were better good. than east coast guac i mean west yeah. coast versus east coast guac there's just no competition there now i'm just sad every but time i don't know like here. every Lauren loves guac no matter, like, what kind of guacamole it is, and that's why, hence the guac slut. I mean, I still, like, am disappointed every time I eat it on the East Coast now, because Arizona's ruined me and San Diego. (laughs) You could be disappointed. It's okay. I'll still eat it. (laughs) No guac left behind. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's just, she'll try it all. I'm very, if a menu is put in front of me and the appetizers say, Tableside guacamole. That is the first thing I'm picking. Okay. I will definitely choose tableside over any kind of guacamole aside. Right? Yeah. I mean, making it fresh. Like, if that shit comes in a bag, obviously it's garbage. So that's why if there's an option for tableside guac, you obviously got to order it. And I didn't know you could ask for like extra jalapenos or lime or whatever. Tableside guac, there's some things. Okay. Break it down. Right? <laughs> Obviously, number one option. Um, the service of like them coming to your table, doing like a whole visual eat with your eyes thing. And then you can sit there and customize and be like, hey, I don't want that many jalapenos, or hey, dump some more jalapenos in it. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like I never look. It's almost like I never watch them make the guac. Like, it's almost Why? like when somebody's people are saying happy birthday to you and you don't know where the fuck to look. Like, you're making your guacamole and I don't want to fucking like stare a, at you. It's art. It is it culinary is art. art. I'm just right there. Yeah. You got to appreciate I, your food. Be sometimes. overthinking. Yeah, but like, do you think that they get like nervous when they're making the guac and you're like staring them down? <laughs> no, because you're hungry. <laughs> they're like, damn, this bitch is hungry. This bitch is about to eat my fingers <laughs> off. Shit. <laughs> Damn, this bitch hungry. <laughs> Damn, this bitch hungry. Let me hurry up. Let me mash harder. <laughs> mash some kados. Oh kados. That's my new thing. Fuck the ava. Okay, anyways. Um, so, also, I guess when we, were in, when, when we were in San Diego, we were on a guac tour, but we also took the Old Town Trolley Tour. Mm-hmm. And got to see so many different areas of San Diego and like, 
I don't know, like a two-hour trip. Is that how long the whole thing was? Probably? No, it was definitely. I feel like it was more, more? than that. Uh, I feel okay. First of all, if you've never, because I know I introduced Lauren to it, because I've traveled probably more than her. Um, okay, yeah. But those go city passes are those city passes, and COVID might have changed them a little bit. But they're amazing, okay? Okay, so tell them what Go City is. It's in a lot of big cities. A lot of big especially cities. Especially tourist areas. Usually you pick out like five or six attractions and they give you like this whole list to choose from. And then you pay a certain amount to see however many attractions you want. I think it's like the minimum is like three and the most is six or something like so that. So we paid like a hundred bucks to get the Go City Pass in San Diego. We did like, like 150, s- something like that. Was- okay. So we did like six things, but like one, one of those things was jet skiing and we probably would have paid like 75 bucks just to jet ski. Alone. Not, I mean, that was a while that we jet skied. Oh, uh, well yeah. we shared one. So yeah, understandable. But, but still, still like it was way person. worth it. Yeah. And then the trolley ride came with Shout it. Shout out Old Town Trolley Trolley Tours. Old Town Trolley Tours. They're in a few cities. I know they're in Boston. And it's worth Vegas. it because that way you can see the city without like str- especially if you're the driver. Okay, I wind up driving yeah. everywhere. She likes to drive. <laughs> I offer. <laughs> I want them driving everywhere. So it's nice to like sit down and like casually stop. Oh, that's where this is. Or that's where this is. We should come back to that. You know, hop Mm -hmm. on, hop, hop on, hop off. You know, like the double deckers. I like that too. I love those too. Um, yeah, so it's like a free Uber around the town. Like, so not free, but like, yeah, essentially it's like a, you know. But yeah, like those trolley tours by themselves are probably like at least 50 bucks too. Again, so just jet skiing and the trolley tour, we got our money's worth with the right. Go City Pass. Go right. City Pass, side note, feel free to sponsor us. We love you. Yes. Love. <laughs> go love. City, Go City. Um, yeah. What was I going to say about the trolley? Oh, and the trolley, the tour, the people that drive the trolleys are tour guides. They're sitting here telling you the whole history of everything yeah, you're passing. Driving, like but... I learned so much about San Diego on the trolley tour. Mm-hmm. We just sat there and listened the whole time and we're highly entertained. Highly. It was awesome. I'm going to Boston in May. I'm going to do it there too. So big fan, old town trolley tours. You guys can sponsor us too. Feel free. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, Guaxlet philosophy. Another thing, another thing I discovered in Cali. Tahine rim jobs. Tahine rim jobs. Am I saying Tahine right? I'm so basic. I'm working on my Spanish, y'all. Duolingo, shout out. Um, Tahine margarita rim jobs. It's not an East Coast thing. Very West Coast. I just love spicy. So, you know, get your Tahine rim. If you haven't Listen. been to Cali, get your fucking jalapeno margarita with your Tahine rim change your life uh when she's talking about rim jobs i'm definitely thinking about something else uh but let's get into some guac slut philosophy yeah girl break it down what does that mean what is guac slut philosophy so listen guacamole is always extra you're gonna pay more for guacamole it's gonna be that extra money you're gonna treat yourself you're gonna get it right it's that whole live your best life Mm -hmm. right you deserve it. Enjoying something just for the enjoyment of it, right? Not stressing. I mean, yeah, it's something small. I mean, it's not like going out and purchasing like a second car that you just drive around with. It's just guac, right? It's like yeah, that, it's a that, few dollars it's like, extra. Yeah, it's like that little extra that you do for yourself that is for your enjoyment, right? It makes your life better. Yeah. It makes enjoying life better. Right? You deserve that healthy fat. 
So I think the philosophy is all of us want to enjoy life. Like we're tired of the the whole mentality, work till you die. Yeah, I'm real tired of that. Yeah. Like enjoy life. We work hard. You got to play hard too. You got to eat hard too. Yeah. <laughs> we're foodies if y'all didn't know this. I mean, there's a lot of hard things. So... <laughs> So, are you a little sexually frustrated, Andrea? I just need yeah, to just ask a little that. bit. I mean, that tequila made me just way more sexually frustrated. <laughs> She's than been I in am. a mood since we drank the tequila, y'all. Yeah, she needs the D. Anyways, she's gonna find it. We're getting there. She's gonna find it. Talk about enjoying and treating yourself. Okay, but. so on that topic, should we get into casual sex? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's get dirty. Dirty. Let's get dirty. Yeah. Okay. So. You should be able to enjoy guacamole. You got to pay extra for it. Whatever. You deserve it. Treat yourself. Treat yourself with non-attached dick, too. Yeah, and it's going to be a little extra. You know why it's a little extra when it's casual like that? You have to put a little bit more into it. As in, like, you're not going to find some... I mean, yes, you know, you're not going to get to know them, but you're not going to pick someone off the street corner. (laughs) Okay, like you got to pay a little more extra attention. Not only that, but like make sure everyone's clean. Safe sex, guys. Very important. Yes. Um, very important. And then casual sex is casual sex. Like you no pretty much are attack. picking them up off the street corner of Tenderville. Tenderville. Going downtown. To Bumble, town. Hinge. Yes. So many oh, right well, now. Like but I'm not saying Uber like walk outside dick. and just grab one. But Tender <laughs> is Uber Eats for dick. So you can get it delivered to your door, but that's just life these days, you know, like convenience is key. I mean, live your best life. Do I see, I'm still struggling with that whole, like, come over, let's do it. I'll never talk to you again. Like, I still feel Why? like that's so freeing. Well, like how, like, do you usually at least meet them for drinks or something? Yeah. First? To be safe. Okay. Safe, so don't guys. be stupid. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Don't just invite them over your house. Listen, don't go to a stranger's house. Always meet, especially if... I guess men too. I don't know how... I We need an opinion of men sometimes on this whole Tinder thing. <laughs> because I can only see one view. I mean, they're, like Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, all of them. Like you're only seeing one side of the card usually. Even if you wanted to sweep women and men. Like men and women. It's an option. Continue. It is an option, appar- apparently. But you don't really see it because... It's not as popular of a choice. There's probably a specific matching app for people. For bisexual people. Or non-binary or trans or whatever. I wonder if not, somebody needs to capitalize on that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's got to be something. I know there's like Tammy for lesbians and what's the one? I didn't know that. Grinder, of course. Grinder. I love that ring. I'm so sorry. But that like notification sound for Grinder is amazing. We're going to put it right here. <laughs> Can you elaborate? Like, how do we know what that is? Do you have a Grinder account? No. Oh, she sounds guilty I, as fuck. No, listen. I I love bi men, okay? She does. I do. I do love there. my bi men. Okay. I do too, but I just don't realize they're bi when I choose them i feel like there's a lot of things she doesn't realize sometimes <laughs> she's got so much to teach me all <laughs> but yeah I, I love my bi men so yeah i've definitely heard the grinder little notification before you still really aren't giving us enough information here but we can 
just listen over that. just listen to it i just like i just like the sound i'm not Right. It's well, like people that like the little Tinder notification sound. I don't ever have my sound on. You you keep your sound on on your phone? Sometimes. Right now, this week, because someone's been texting me and bothering me, listen, <laughs> this is why I'm a little... I just I just need some dick because she does. She does. I'm just frustrated. I'm just a little frustrated. It's been a whole... How long? I week? don't... I don't know. <laughs> it's been a month and three days for me, y'all. Not that I'm counting. But it's fine. I can find, I can just order up some Tinder Eats dick if I want it. So we'll see. Tinder Eats. <laughs> Tinder Eats. What is, what is Bumble then? Uh, grub? Grub? No. Grub? Bumble? No. Bumble's like the committed app, I feel like. like Whoa. There's still a lot of hoes on there. There's a lot of men that are just looking for hookups too. But I feel like you go on Bumble to find... Plenty of fish. Remember plenty of fish? Yeah, people still use that, right? I I don't. (laughs) I had some I read some bio this guy was like, uh, if you're not here for a hookup, then go get on plenty of fish and match or some shit. Like, no, bro. Like I'm not paying for this shit. I think that um they all have their little time frames of like when they were popular. Oh, not only that, their time frames, but the cities. Depending on what city you're in, like sometimes the apps will be dead. We need to look up some stats on that. Let's bring that to the next episode. Yeah, that's that's insane. Like, there's gotta there's some cities that you definitely have mat- more matches than others on different apps, and I think it's just like whatever's popular in the area or whatever people are but getting. Probably on. overall, Tinder is the most popular in every fucking city in the United States of America. I would guess. I think all of them are. I think all of them have been so popular. I will say that Tinder has been pretty regular throughout. Strong. Strong. Stronghold. Doing can count on it's Tinder. starting to fade though. I'm sorry guys. Like it's Tinder really starting is? to yeah. What do you mean? I feel like nobody's meeting up on these apps anymore. Right. Like we're and matching, that's what I'm saying. We're not that's talking. what I'm saying. I think all of them are starting to fade. And so what are we doing now? Continue that thought. That's a that's a good point. I don't know what we're doing. I don't think I'm not any of us getting are late, doing. clearly. I don't know where any of us are doing. Um <laughs> because we're all like social media like driven, right? And we want to meet people, but then we don't want to meet people. <laughs> yeah, I think 2020 fucked that up a lot. Like, I think we're probably more used to being alone now. Mm-hmm. I feel like 2020 took a toll on online dating in itself. Oh, yeah, definitely. And everybody's talking about it. Like, in their bios, they're like, I'm not looking for a pen pal. Let's, you know, let's fucking meet up. And like, same. I hate texting, especially strangers. Like, get the fuck out of here. Let's go get some coffee. Or alcohol. I prefer alcohol on first dates. I prefer alcohol. Coffee is always... Listen, I will tell every single friend, acquaintance, coffee is always the best bet. And I will tell you why. Because coffee, there's a way out. (laughs) Drink up, buttercup. (laughs) Right. There's a way out at the coffee shop. Yeah, you've paid. Go ahead. Yeah, you paid... There's nothing holding you there. Finish your coffee. You know, I am. You know, I did this quick. You know, I got another meeting to go to. I got something mm, else to do. It's, it's a very day. quick out. But also, it's a coffee shop. People study there. People, you know, have like those long stays, right? 
You could stay there. What if it's going well? And then you could take it somewhere else. True. Go get some food after that. So it's a great public spot to meet up. So what happens if you get there first? Like, does is the guy still supposed to buy the coffee? Which, no. whatever. People have different opinions on Listen, that. Do you get there first and buy your own coffee and wait for him? I mean, I don't particularly get there whatever time. I don't care. Obviously, I'm respected the, the time that we sent. But I don't care if I get there first or not. Yeah. But I'm going to pay for my own coffee. Because okay, because you, you haven't even had a chance to talk yet. Yeah, I don't know who this person is. True, and I'm not going to just sit at a coffee shop. What if you do get there first by yourself and not get anything? Yeah, like you're waiting for them to pay for your coffee. That's kind of trife. It's really trife. No, listen. And then I don't. And the whole thing of like I don't owe you anything. And I I get that we're trying to get away from that mental mentality. But like it's still in the back of my mind. Like I. Don't hold me to anything. This whole like... Oh, what? That like, I feel like I owe you because you bought me dinner? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fuck that. Right. Like, I won't go out with a guy Like, I paid for your coffee. You owe me the rest of this conversation. No, I want to dip when I want to dip. True. That's another perk of paying for your own shit. Like, I want to drink this faster than you. Sorry, I'm going to go. Exactly. Have a great life. But it definitely... I mean, this, I guess, is a social stigma that's not a lot of people don't think it's fair but like if i'm going to dinner or even drinks with a guy for the first date and and he doesn't pay like i'm i will not go out with him again i mean i know it's oh, the see, 21st um, century we I'm make just money but very i guess used to being independent and depending on how the date goes right i'll kind of feel it out Right. Yeah. I mean, if I, I, I feel awful. like if I feel like I'm never gonna see this guy again, I'm gonna pay for my own and get the hell out of there. Yeah, I think it was awful. I would offer to pay probably. I guess I've never had a date. But I've never like paid. I lies. I have paid for a guy's meal, but I think that was just a power move. <laughs> On your half, behalf, yeah. like you like, like I'd be I'm like, yeah, this. I'll pay for it. Because if um, something's not going great. Or he seems to like, shh. if I want to get out of there quickly, all right, mm. and I want to prove a point, like the date's been terrible okay, and stuff. And don't, don't worry. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. You know, and it just seems like everything that's coming out of their mouth is just like, dang, like you really came on a date to complain about your life. Oh God, I hate negative people. That's what I'm saying. Like that victim mentality. You know what? I'll take care of it. I will treat you by, and I won't talk to you. Yeah, your life's not that bad. Here's free dinner. Go cry at your mom's basement. (laughs) But listen, I will usually split the at least the first one. Uh, That way, no one, like I said, no one feels obligated or feels some type of way. And then I I offer most of the time to split. Right. But then again, I don't even go on that many dates because nobody has the balls to fucking ask me out. Like, they just want to be pen pals. I'm like, no, I don't want to text you anymore. Because you know what it is? A lot of people want the benefits of, okay, listen, friends with benefits and fuck buddies. We need to talk about that. So remind me. Everyone wants the benefits of being in a relationship without the relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm about tired of it. So but they just want you to just fall into a relationship without having the obligation of a relationship. So instead of taking you out to dinner and trying to treat you and then ask you out, which was, you know, 
apparently the old school way old school way porting now it's like oh come cuddle and watch a movie and do this and do that and very relationship kind of things that you guys do together right or would usually do together mm-hmm. right away and then they're like oh and then they you know turn around and be like yeah bye all right. What, because you don't cuddle good enough? Or you mean after sex, I guess? Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I got my my relationship feel. Like, I got my... But I don't want you to sleep in my bed, so... Yeah, like, they had enough of it. You yeah, like, saying? cuddling... I hate the Netflix and chill shit, because cuddling should only... I don't Listen, even feel comfortable I respect with- it, and I do it a lot. But you have to be upfront about it. What you want. Right? Is this going to be, and that's, this is what I'm going to bring up. Friends with benefits versus fuck buddies. There's a difference. There's a difference? There's a difference. Tell me more. Fuck buddy is strictly sex. Okay. You're going to go over and fuck and leave. Okay. Everything you talk about is going to be about hooking up. Okay. Just like dirty talk and booty call. Like, are you up? That is your fuck buddy. Are you up? That's a fuck boy. I mean, fuck, well, probably a fuck boy, but a fuck buddy. <laughs> Not always. Listen. Uh, but yeah, that's a fuck buddy. A f- friends with benefits situation. I'm going to relate this to some table side guac, right? Hmm. You got a friend, right? Mm-hmm. So it's casual, casual sex. You got the services right there. You got the whole, you know what you're getting into because you already know them, you know. And then you can like customize like what you guys want because obviously the benefit part of it is hooking up without the attachment, right? You guys are chilling. You guys are friends. You guys will do stuff, but you don't want to actually like, hey, I want to get married and you know, you don't have to worry uh, the stressful part of the relationship, right? So, like, you're going to a concert, you need a friend to go with, maybe even, like, a wedding date that can be friends with benefits. Friends shit. with benefits all the way. And then you want to have sex, especially after a wedding. You want to have sex. Yeah. But you can, like, also, if you meet somebody else at the wedding, you'll fuck them, too. I don't know exactly. how happy your friend would be, but they can't say shit. That's exactly. The but that's what I'm saying. You have to be upfront about what you want because if you start feeling some type of way, if, like she said, you went to the wedding and you decided to go home with someone else because you met someone there, they can't feel some type of way. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. They can't. They could choose to no longer sleep with you. They can yes. end the friends with benefits relationship. Because, yes. I mean, that would be. Yes, because if they feel do. some type of way, there's some kind of feeling there. It gets hairy, now, though. No, if you leave them there without a ride home, that's just fucked up. Yeah. That's yeah. just not being a friend. Yeah. There's a difference from being a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And making sure your friend is okay and following through to be that friend. And there's another thing to, like, have feelings and do those extra things. Okay, so the bare minimum, what you would do for your friends... Is the friends with benefits situation. Yes, and I don't understand, like, why is there such a stigma between opposite sex being friends? Because I know from my experience, I have had no male friends that are not down to fuck me. Like, I don't, I feel like that's the We're sexual creatures. <laughs> we are, you're right. At the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with Biologically, just wanting to it get is down. built in us. To want to have sex, to want to pre- reproduce, to do all that thing, to do all, do all, we to are do all the things. animals. We're animals. We're an animal species. We're, but we're smart. We're smart animals. 
We have choices. We are horny animals. <laughs> we have choices, and there's better options. And just don't, don't purposely hurt feelings. If you know, and that's my thing, if I know a, f- a friend with benefits is starting to catch feels, I will cut that shit off real quick. Okay. See, you're just really good at not getting emotionally attached. Like, I wish that I could say the same. I feel like that's just how you are. Like, that's just you as your person. Like, that's how you were born. Maybe how you're, maybe what you went through as a child. Maybe it's just a trauma response. I think it might be because, you know, (laughs) I love me some emotionally unavailable men and all of them seem to have some some drama in their their backstory. But listen, that's one. just, there's a, there's the line of respect, right? And then having fun. Just communicate. Keep it open. Communication is such a big thing that people are, I hear all the time. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about my feelings. I don't want to talk about this. I get it, guys. You don't want to hear us talk. But when you guys don't talk, we start talking. We assume, too. And we assume so much worse than in the quiet than if you would just open your goddamn mouth. Don't give our imaginations room. And it's not just men. It's women, too. Listen, I see both. Mm -hmm. Okay? Not as much women as men. But it's the same thing. You got to open your mouth and you got to say something. And that's... If we want to go back to the, you know, ascend a little bit in the adventure, back to the self-growth, self-love, when you start standing up for yourself and what you want, that is another big part of that self-love and respecting yourself. Yeah, and you get more of what you want. Like if if you stop allowing emotional emotionally unavailable men in your life, I'm speaking to myself right now, then you will if you stop taking their shit, then you will attract via the law of attraction, I believe, more men who are emotionally available because you're not allowing any space or room or time wasted on these emotionally unavailable men. So, note to self, Lauren. <laughs> Figure it the fuck out. <laughs> Fuck these emotionally unavailable men. Just kidding. I understand it. And I respect it, honestly. I wish I could be a little less emotionally available. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I keep my cool. I'm not like some stage five clinger or like I fucking, if I don't like what you're doing, then I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cry over you not giving me what I want from you. I yeah, it's, it's setting your own boundaries because you know how much you can handle. Exactly. I think that I'm... A kind of a demisexual person, which is somebody who doesn't feel sexually attracted to somebody until they have an emotional connection with them. But I really don't want to be that. Like, I, again, I want to be able to just fuck casually. <laughs> so, working on that. <laughs> I gotcha. I, 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 it's complicated. It's not easy. You got to bury some shit. Like, don't tell me you don't. Yeah, I feel like, but I feel like I separate a lot of things very easily because one, my job, right? There's Mm. a lot of things. I work in the emergency room. There's a lot of things that I come across that you literally have to separate your emotional stuff Mm. and deal with the problem. Good point. Because if you let that stuff overwhelm you, you're going to be terrible at your job. Yeah. Okay, so you actually have to practice not being emotionally available at your job. I don't think I didn't have to practice it. I think I fell into the right specialty because of that. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, y'all nurses are next level. Doctors strong, like y'all are just strong, stronger, 
people in an emotional manner. For sure. You have to be. Yeah. And there's sometimes that you feel like the overflowing cup that you know that you're about to spill because you're human. It's okay. Okay. So sometimes you break. It's okay to be human. Like a lot of times when I meditate, I get over emotional because that is the time where when I'm reflecting Mm. and cleansing my mind that Mm. it's going to come out, which is fine. Love that. It's great. Yeah. So. We all, we have to, there's stages that we have to feel in order to get to the other side. Yes. And a lot of people don't understand that you, that whole toxic positivity is a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, why aren't you smiling? Why aren't you, let me linger in my emotional state. And we, like we talked about last episode about people not being uh, emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. You have to go, like, you have to go through the stages and the emotions to feel better. Yeah, you have to feel your emotions because if not, you're just going to break. The more you push it down or push it off, the worse it is. And feel it however. Like, it's great that you meditate and you release it that way. That's amazing. Right? You should practice that all the time. Sometimes sometimes I watch TV and it comes out like that because... I will still watch some medical shows. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man, it reminds me of like how human things are. And you're like, oh, you know, like flashes back to something that you've, you were in like the story or whatever, yeah, whatever was like happening. Somebody had a similar injury or something like that. Yeah. Or like how they act because you know, TV's dramatic. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of them like will wear their emotions. Like obviously it's a, dramatic reenactment of like what Mm -hmm. happens so you see a lot of their emotional like what they go through but in real life if i'm working a code i'm working a code i'm not crying i'm not there's like does anybody ever break down at work yeah there's there are times i broke i have broken down at work really yet i've stepped away i had to step away from the patient in the situation and i had maybe 30 seconds to gather myself because i worked through the pandemic damn so i took every single wave in the emergency room, saw the worst of the worst. Yes. Yeah, you did. It's a lot. You've told me some stories. So it's crazy. So, yeah. So. You just, the separation, right, is great. But you're going to feel it later. You're going to have to break down how you feel later. Mm -hmm. And don't take it out, like, in the context of situationships and fuck buddies and stuff like that if you want more from this person but assuming they've been straight from the get-go and they're not giving you more and like you think it's going to be more and you get caught up in it like you have to separate yourself like you can't change how that person's going to treat you at the end of the day they want what they want they were open with you and all you can control is how you react so you have to respect yourself enough to pull yourself out of that situation to make Mm -hmm. room for something else that is closer to what you want and that's such a you see that time and time again of these situationships that will, you know, break you down. You see people getting so upset and they're like, it wasn't even a relationship. Why am I getting, you know, getting upset? And why do I feel depressed? And this, you know, they're hard because you have the, all those attachments and there wasn't strict boundaries within the relationship or situationship. Really, situationship, I get what they're trying to say, but it is a kind of relationship. When we're talking about relationships, it doesn't have to mean boyfriend, girlfriend. You could talk about your your father and a daughter relationship. It's any relationship you have, right? If there's not clear boundaries, you're going to feel some type of way. 
Yeah. And you're, you might feel some type of way with those boundaries. And it's okay to feel those things. And it's okay to express how you feel to that other person, whether they're receptive or not. It's a whole different story, but you just have to... You can't control that. You can't control it. All you can control is how you react. And the way people treat you, again, we talked about this last episode, does not determine who you are. Yeah, don't you do. torture yourself. If they like react, it's totally like a shitty person, right? And you don't like the way they acted. Why would you continue doing what you're doing with them? Yeah, you're, you're just torturing yourself. Disrespecting yourself. Suck that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, wait. We're going to talk about the social stigmas of women having fuck buddies versus men having fuck buddies. Do you think there's a difference? Yes, and I think that's a load of crap. I'm sorry. It is. Like, come on. How are we not even by now? We live in a time where a lot of people don't even want kids. Nope. Respect. You know... That's your choice as an individual, how you want to live, really. Mm -hmm. If you want to be more casual about sex, yes. If you want to not be casual with sex, hence Lauren. uh, (laughs) Why are you pointing at me? I'm trying. (laughs) Uh, You could do that too. But as I say, teach his own, right? Just, Just respect. And I... I don't understand why it's such a big deal for guys. So you can do it, but I can't. Exactly. If you're, as long as you're practicing safe sex, which is obviously safety and protection is most important, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, please go get tested. Communicate about I tell that all too. my patients that. Please, please just get tested. That's good. I'm glad you do. Man. Uh, anyways. I'd like to see some female bios on Tinder. You know, because like... I've only seen like a handful because like I said, I have, I have both, but honestly, I don't know if both pops up anymore. I don't think that's an option because I would have, I feel like I've chosen Maybe it. Tinder it's has changed. be an option. I don't know. Maybe it has, but I'll read Maybe there's a different women. app. There's got to be a different app. Yeah. There's got to be a buy dating app. Let us know if you know about that. I see couples up. all the time. Yeah. Like why is there not a fucking unicorn app all yet? Poly relationships. I can't. That's a whole nother topic for another Maybe day. There is, I feel we just like. don't know. <laughs> There's gotta be. I feel like you would know about it. Um, we, search. We need to find App out. search. We'll find out. So yeah, like women should be able to fuck freely. Men should be able to fuck freely. Just get tested and communicate that. Yeah. I feel like that conversation still never comes up. Like I bring it up in situations, but like I feel like there's still such a stigma about bringing up the "have you been tested" conversation. Oh, I ask. You do? Okay, good. But like males never bring it up. I mean, I'm not saying every male. No, I I think males bring it up. uh, (laughs) more males bring it up that are in uh, marriage, that are married or in a committed relationship. Okay, because they don't want to be caught. That makes sense. There's that. That makes sense. Um. But yeah, that that is definitely what why hasn't why is that not a comfortable conversation? Right? Why That'll is there be a another episode. That? There, yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna we'll be a long that. episode because mm-hmm. being a nurse, that that drives me a little insane. But you know. Good. Yeah. Keep telling your t- patients to get tested. That's amazing. You're changing the world. <laughs> Who knows if they listen. But anyways, uh, let, let's unpack a little bit. Let's talk about some of the some of the things we went over. Obviously, best sex, uh, West Coast. 
Hands down. <laughs> you said best sex. <laughs> best sex? Oh my. But yes, I can confirm great sex out there on the West you Coast. You know what, Lauren, you would. <laughs> I meant best guac. <laughs> you said it, not me. Best guac. Listen, probably I wish the best I sex. could say best sex I West Coast. I wish I could. We got to go try more. I just don't think the West Coast likes me. Mm, I don't like that. I think that we had one experience. We were not That's there true. that long. <laughs> we just need to visit some more cities on the West Coast. Everyone was a little disappointed. Disappointing. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, we just need to try it again. We need to, we need to figure out where yes, we're going next. Yes, but get best walk. Best guacamole. West down. Coast. Yeah. We have no Definitely. idea what we're missing out here on the East Coast. Like, Chipotle is not it, fam. I thought it was it. The Chipotle guac is good. <laughs> but as soon as I came back from the West Coast, I'm like, shit, fucking garbage. I'm still going to eat it. Everyone should try out this uh, guac slut philosophy. Yes. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. With as many dicks as you want. Or vaginas. Or both. Or guacamole. Put guac on the dick, whatever you're into. Wow, you would. <laughs> Hands down, Lauren would do that. I would. I'm surprised I have not already, actually. But <laughs> one day, girl can dream. Um, yeah, we'll link our Airbnb from Arizona. We'll also try to share our Airbnb from San Diego. Maybe we can share that on the Instagram or something. Yeah. Because both awesome Airbnbs. We want to support And that them. restaurant. We got to find hopefully covid didn't shut them down and i did write down one place that i had great guac at in san diego it's a place called uh costa azul it's in the coronado ferry center in san diego this is actually where andrea and i went hungover kayaking extremely hungover it was rough but we had a great time we had made a great gopro the kayak next to us was like partying they're like yay birthday party (laughs) and like they're hype and they're yelling and screaming and having fun and we're like sitting and taking turns paddling because we are just we did not we were not in any shape but we didn't have any days left and we had to use our go city and that was another go city thing that we got kayaking and exactly the harbor was it a harbor and we got a lot of like footage so if you go back on our instagram we'll probably post the um videos we took mm-hmm. on our trips um yeah so go city that's what it's called right yeah go city pass check city it out pass. and the next big city that you've been to mm-hmm. andrea's done it in vegas right yep um i'm gonna i might check it out in boston um and definitely san diego is where it's at with the go city pass mm-hmm. i'm trying to think where else i've used it because i've definitely used it before i think atlanta has one too okay so i know bigger bigger cities have them I just don't remember which ones that I've used and which ones. Oh, the other thing we did on the Go City tour in San Diego was that seal tour. Oh, so cute. It was so cute. It was a bus, you guys, that turned into a boat. We just went from the road into the harbor. It was fucking awesome. So cute. Check it out. We're in the harbor like every day. <laughs> we explored the fuck out of San Diego. I'm very proud of us. Was the snorkeling trip the snorkeling trip was on the ghost city pass yeah. too see listen to all these things we La did ghost city again sponsor us la jolla la jolla oh, we got to see the sea lions we went snorkeling in some what are they called the little cave the little cave not cave things they're, they're kind of caves i forget they what they're called caves. it was wild though it was it was a lot of fun it was cute check it out go to san diego i mean we're in miami now listen Oh, I bet they got to go city. They've got to. Spring break in Miami. Spring break. So we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah. We're going to tell you all why we're in Miami next episode. 
Yeah, but friends with benefits, you know, definitely different than fuck boys. I mean, fuck buddies. I mean, they're definitely different. They care a teeny bit more. They're, they care a teeny bit. Fuck partners don't care. Yeah, it's fuck buddies don't care. Quit. It's like, hitting quit it. are you up? Come over. Yeah. I guess you don't stay at your fuck buddy's house. Nope. If you do, it's because you guys are fucking all night long. Fair. I just feel like that's so rude. But it's also like invites the emotions if you stay in their bed. Oh, yeah. That's why you you just leave. That's how you avoid emotional connection. Mm-hmm. You just hit it and Uber out of there. Yep. Bye. Bye. I also drive everywhere because of that reason. You don't drink like I do, though. That's true. <laughs> I got to take some tequila shots for <laughs> Casual sexing it up. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that's all we got for today. See you on our next trip. And you should definitely check out the baggage claim. So TikTok, Instagram, YouTube's coming Follow up. us. Please like and review us. Please leave us five stars. We need it. Thank five you so stars. much. I don't know what she's talking about. That's some Apple iPod oh, shit. okay. We're still newbies, guys. We're still podcast Listen, I just versions. joined the cult. <laughs> Yeah, we got her on our side, y'all. She got an iPhone after years of being a Samsung ho. Is that what you had? No, I did not. <laughs> you weren't actually. even mainstream Android. Nope, not even. Shit. Damn. Pulled her from the underground into the Apple cult. But definitely share. Like, share. We appreciate it. Subscribe. We love you. Thank you. Yes. Love and thanks. Bye. Bye.